Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. Very excited and honored to interview our next guest. Uh, she is a woman that I have appreciated and admired for a long time. Uh, uh, not just her, but also her husband, Norris. Penny Wika is our guest on Philanthropy Today. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, the Penny Wika name goes a long ways in local education. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, Norris and I moved to this area 41 years ago. And after three years at the Manhattan Mercury covering health care and education, I uh, transferred or switched jobs and became a teacher at Manhattan High School. The first year, I did English and the yearbook. And uh, starting in 1986, I was full-time journalism teacher until I retired in 2002. Now, during that time, Norris was superintendent in Womigo from 1982 to 1996, and then did a, a series of other uh, ten, uh, interim principalships uh, in, in Kansas because he didn't want to move me away from Womigo because of my interest in teaching at the high school. And so... Wamigo well, has always been our home, and uh, we have both been educators. Norris started his life as a superintendent in Peabody, and after two years there, we moved to Wamigo, where he was superintendent, as I mentioned before, from 1985 to uh, 1996. Uh, I was a teacher at Manhattan High from 1985 to 2002, when I retired from setting the alarm at 5.30. <laughs> I retired from that, too. Wasn't it glorious? Yeah. Oh, I, I taught, uh, I always told my students uh, when I was teaching at the high school, I was not responsible for anything I taught before 11 a.m. And, and after I retired, I, I taught English comp at Highlands Campus in Womigo uh, for a number of years and went back to my life as a journalist as well, doing freelance writing. Uh, I can say that, you know, that when I was teaching, that I had done everything I taught. And I think that practical experience was, was you know, very, in, very influential in, in my success as a teacher. Uh, once I... Um, retired from teaching, uh, I, well, even when I was teaching, Norris and I developed our, our trust and about 30 years ago. And in that trust, we took care of relatives, but we also designated a portion of our trust to a scholarship in Womigo for uh, the son or daughter of a USD 320 employee or and a scholarship to Manhattan High for a uh, journalist of the year. All the time I was teaching at the high school, 
I gave a Journalist of the Year award at the Honors Convocation each spring. And along with it came a very small scholarship. But I always wished I could have made it a much larger scholarship. And that's how we got into uh, philanthropy was through uh, our trust to the Norris and Penny Weka Scholarship for Wilmigo High student and the Journalist of the Year Scholarship at Manhattan High. It seems to me that that may be unusual for you to start these trusts for these scholarships while you're still working. Right. Um, it's, you know, having a, having a trust and coming up with uh, ways in which to serve the community. Uh, most people serve a community after, you know, with a trust that's paid out after their death. About 10 years ago, I said to Norris, why don't we start giving the Norris and Penny Weka Trust scholarship right now so we can see who the winners are? You know, we can follow their careers. We can, you know, be part of their lives. You know, why do we have to wait till we're dead? And so starting in 2015, we started the Norris and Penny Weka Scholarship, which was $1,000 a year renewable until the student graduated from undergraduate degree. And it's been wonderful following these students being in, you know, seeing the things that they've done. Uh, we've had connections with them. Um, the most recent graduate in 2023 is an awesome trombonist. I would say trombone player, but mm -hmm. I guess trombonist is the correct term. And he's the only high school member of the Thundering Cats. And to go to their concert in May ah. and see somebody I know and know that that guy has just won the Norris and Penny Week of Scholarship makes philanthropy really fun. And, you know, when, when my husband died in January, uh, one of our uh, sympathy cards came from uh, a former uh, scholarship winner who's now in the School of Pharmacy at KU. I mean, it's just wonderful seeing these students succeed and knowing that we've had a part in it. And I think it's it's also important that that it's one that continues through their four years of college because uh, Norris and I know from having been college graduates, you you have to pay for your sophomore, junior, and senior years, and a little scholarship help never hurt anybody. That's a, a different twist on a lot of scholarships, to be able to provide something to a student on a year-by-year -year basis throughout their education. Right. I agree. Now, um, my brother died this a uh, year ago, well, this past August, and left me some money that uh, gave me some freedom to start the Penny Weka Journalist of the Year Award. Now, I guess it's really a scholarship, but I call it an award. So from that little pittance that I was able to give back when I was teaching, we now give a $5,000 a year award. That should hopefully make any student want to do his very best or her very best 
as a journalist working on the newspaper or the yearbook or both. Those are real commitments. I remember my uh, one of my years at the high school, I was talking to a, a female teacher who said she didn't want her daughter to uh, take yearbook because she wanted her to have an easy senior year. <laughs> I thought it was terrible that another educator was thinking that way. But, I mean, that girl has memories for a lifetime. Um, one day on Facebook, I asked one of my students if she still had the pica pole, which is a, a journalistic, journalistic type of ruler. Um, and I, cause I always gave an engraved one to every senior and it became a, a trending topic because they all took pictures of the pica pole at their desk. It was something that continued on. And now when we can give this journalist of the year scholarship, I hope that means that students will get involved in publications and do their very best to become the winner or the runner up for the journalist of the year scholarship or award. So I attended Chapman High School and I was very involved in the school newspaper. I was involved in the yearbook. I received a journalism scholarship, which 1979 was $100. That was big back then. It was. And, you know, it's still important now, but, you know, there's a, a big difference between $100 and $1,000, you know, in today's money. But one of the things that uh, you had made mention is the amount of work that goes into, whether it be the student newspaper publication or the yearbook. Right. And, and I think that that's a real character building asset for a young person to be able to, hey, this is what journalism is, is journalism is going to be. When you find a story, you keep digging, you keep working on things, and you develop it. And that educational aspect from what you had learned through having what can be a, a strenuous, time-consuming exercise in, in writing a story or getting everything ready for, for publication, whether it be a, a newspaper or a yearbook, that's a character builder. Oh, I certainly agree. And it's, as you're right, it is very time consuming. Uh, if you want to do a good job, um, in fact, since I quit teaching, I've done a lot of freelance work through the Wamego Times. And every time I write an article, I think, now, one of my former students is reading this article, so it had better follow all the rules that I, that I taught when I was teaching. And back in my day, and that, you know, I retired from setting the alarm, as I said, in 2002, we were a weekly newspaper. And every Wednesday afternoon, we met at the Manhattan Mercury and pasted up the paper. It was long before you did all the pagination mm -hmm. on the computer. And we pasted up that newspaper using the Mercury's equipment after the, everybody from the Mercury went home. And, you know, they got a real true newspaper experience. And then we put out a yearbook that covered everything, prom, graduation, state track, state baseball, state softball, all the spring sports. It was complete. And so there were a couple of year, couple of weeks, it seemed like a couple of years, a couple of weeks after the school year ended before 
we finished the yearbook uh, because it was covering the entire year. Uh, I can't believe how yearbooks have changed. There's so much four color now, and we fought to get eight pages of four color back in the 90s. It's it's really it's really different. So, you know, now to be able to thank those students for their hard work through a scholarship uh, is, you know, as journalist of the year, is is very meaningful to me. I bet it would be for Norris as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He would he would enjoy every minute of it. Oh, I it. can see that. I yes. can see that. We we were both very strong educators. Mm-hmm. Um, he hated uh, getting telephone calls on a snow day when the parents were upset with him because what were they going to do with their child when they had to go off to work? You know, when people thought of schools as babysitting services, that really was tough on him, you know, because we are both strong believers in the importance of of learning and and lifelong learning. Uh, and you're a journalist, you have a skill for the rest of your life. Uh, even reading my students, former students' Facebook posts, they're well written because they have spent some time in, as a journalism student. Let's talk a bit about uh, your scholarships go through the Walmigo Community Foundation, which works with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. How have the two foundations worked toward your goals in, in providing scholarships for young people? Uh, it's, it's, it's worked very easily for me because by uh, endowing the scholarships through the foundation, uh, all, the, all the work is done by the foundation, and yet we are able to help students, and doing it now while, we're, while I'm alive makes it even more special. I was on the committee that chose the first winner of the uh, Journalist of the Year Award this this past May, and to see the quality of students that are going into journalism or who are taking journalism courses has been very um, special. And by donating money to the foundation, they take care of giving out, you know, sending the money off to the the college or university where the student is going. They take care of the applications. They take care of making sure that uh, an excellent person is selected. Uh, they have just made giving very, very easy. And and yet I've been able to be involved in the process and see who the winners are. Uh, Mitzi Richards, who is of course, here on the staff of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation was laughing at me the other day because I was hurrying home to get ready for the Womigo Community Foundation Scholarship Banquet. And I had to make sure I selected an outfit that I had not worn the previous (laughs) eight years because I always have a photo taken with the recipient and invariably, the recipient is about two feet taller than I am. I've, 
The first one was a girls' basketball player. I've had cross-country runners. Everybody's at least a foot taller than I am, and I feel like I'm standing in a hole. This year, for the first year, the recipient was about my height, and I was so glad that he was selected because, you know, I mean, I had nothing to do with his selection, but when I heard him as a trombonist, when I met him that night at the scholarship banquet, I was so glad I had been involved uh, and that we had started giving out those scholarships while we were still alive. And setting up a scholarship is so easy through the foundation. You give them some money, they award the scholarships. I think that's oversimplifying it, but it's worked. And uh, we were able to start funding the Journalist of the Year scholarship at the high school because of the untimely death of my brother last August. He left me some money, which I gave to the foundation and said, let's start giving the scholarship of the year. Let's not wait until until after I die. I want to know who the winner is. You have already created a wonderful legacy with the individuals that you as a teacher have inspired over the years. Oh, I hope so. And in between you and Norris and what you've been able to do and your brother as well, what a legacy you leave for those that really embrace the goals that you would like young people to pursue. Yes. I think it's so important for young people to have an education, to stay up with the times, and it becomes more expensive all the time. So whatever help you can give, uh, to me, a $1,000 a year scholarship, which is what the Journalist of the Year gets, uh, seems to me to, to be a, an, a, you know, an amazing sum up my biggest scholarship, and I got a really big one when I graduated from high school, was 150. Mm. I mean, I thought I was, you know, living, you know, the 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 big life to get 150 dollars, and now uh, it won't be long before five thousand dollars won't seem won't won't pay very much, and you hear about the loans that students. Uh, end up having as they go through their college careers, being able to help, you know, through this, you know, through my philanthropic work, you know, is so meaningful. And uh, my my brother, I think, would have been very pleased to know that some of his money went on to finance scholarships. He was a, a, a college graduate as well. Well, this has been delightful to be able to visit with you and talk about, uh, you know, what you and Norris and also, you know, with the contributions from your brother. Um, thank you for, for joining us here on Philanthropy today and, uh, and congratulations on that legacy that you continue to leave and build. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astra Cast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas.